Good morning to everybody. Bezraz Hashem Yisbarach. We're up to share number 38. Okay, today I'd like to begin talking about the Kli Sheni. All right, first of all, what, what exactly is a Kli Sheni? We've seen in the past year, a Kli Rishon is the original pot where the food was cooked. Um, and the contents of a Kli Rishon, whether on the fire or off the fire, has the ability to cook uh, anything that's put into it in general. Now, when that same food or liquid is poured into another vessel, whether it's a cup, whether it's another pot or any other type of vessel that holds the food, once it lands in the second vessel, the second glass, the second cup or the like, that second vessel is now called a Kli Shani. Now, even though the, it's the same exact food, pretty much at the same exact temperature coming out of the Klirishayin, once it lands in the second vessel, it takes on a reduced halachic status. We've discussed in the past, the concept behind it is what's called doifnois neskarerais, that's the walls are cooling it down. In other words, just real quickly to review, that's from the Klirishayin, we said the original walls that have the heat from the original fire are still insulating the food, thereby keeping it hot. Once the food goes into the second vessel, that second vessel was never on the fire. That's why it's called a Klirishayin, and therefore the walls of that second vessel, cup or glass or bowl or the like, are now cold or cool or room temperature, thereby beginning the cooling process of the food that's inside, even though that food is above Yad Now, therefore, since the walls of the Kli cannot keep the heat in and cannot insulate it, the power of the food itself becomes weaker and weaker as far as being able to cook something else. Again, even though it's above that degree of Yad Seledespoi. Just to give you a couple of examples, for example, somebody poured from an urn into a cup, that cup that when now the water landed from the urn is considered a klisheni. Another interesting example is a, is a soup tureen. We have sometimes we pour the soup, hot soup from a klisheni into the soup tureen, and from there we're going to serve it into plates or the like. So that soup tureen, that soup bowl where the um, soup was poured into has a din of a klisheni. Now, I just want to stress as far as when we talk about the soup pouring, um, it's without a spoon. When one uses a ladle or a spoon, we're going to discuss that has a little bit of a different halacha depending on the spoon itself. But as of now, I just want to get the concept clear, and that is the actual pouring landing in the second vessel. Second vessel would be the klisheni. Now, the question is, what halacha does the klisheni have? So, Basic, to make it clear and simple, we say in general the hot liquids that was transferred from the that was transferred into a klisheni are still deemed capable of cooking cooking foods that require relatively little cooking. Um, it still has somewhat of a power to cook foods that are very thin, very dense. These foods in general we call kale habishal. In other words, the klisheni in general we say. Have the uh, klisheni has the ability to cook a food that's classified as kale habishal. What exactly is a kale habishal? We're going to go through. I mean, the exact definition of kale habishal is actually foods which are so sensitive to heat that they could be cooked with smaller amounts of heat. But which foods classify as kale habishal when we could say something is a kale habishal or not, that we have to discuss further. So now the problem is, over the years, the 
foods of Kalei Abishal. The Gemara brings down certain foods, it tells us about certain foods which are Kalei Abishal, but the, which, exactly which foods are classified as Kalei Abishal is very hard for us at our stage of the game to make that distinction as to what is Kalei Bishel, what is not Kalei Bishel. So therefore, in general, the Poiskim say for for us that we have to be careful with all types of food. Any food in general that's not cooked and not 100% cooked, we want to be careful and not put it into a cliché unless we know these certain ex- exceptions to the rule, which we will be discussing, which we know for sure are not Kalei Abishal, or whereby specifically was stated by the Gemara and Paiskim that would be allowed to be put into a klisheni. Otherwise, any type of food, any food in general, we try and be machmi, we try and be careful, if it was not cooked, not to put it into a klisheni. Just two more issues with the klisheni as to why uh, we assert it in general to most things besides besides those exceptions, and that is one is mechze kemavashel, the Magen of Ram. Others bring down, Mishabura brings it down, there's a, a problem with mechze kemavashel according to some poiskim. It looks like cooking, it looks like one is cooking. Um, it, in such a case, that's a drabonan. I mean, on the bishal part, the cooking part, that would be a deraisa, but you have another drabonan. And another issue which we have with the klisheni, and that is. The Chayyadam and others talk about Yad Nichves Boy. We had till now we've discussing we we've been discussing it, but we've been talking about Yad Seledes Boy. But Yad Nichves Boy is a hotter level of the food contents that's inside. And Chayyadam Mishabura brings it down, says basically that when something is Yad Nichves Boy at a hotter level, again we said Be'erich 110 on Yad Saledis Boy, Yad Nichves Boy, it's hard to say the exact temperature, the exact amount, but when it's under when it's much hotter than Yad Saledis Boy, even though it's in a klisheni, it would have the ability to cook. So again, those are not the main reasons of why we ask it a klisheni, but those are two extra things which we thought, uh, thought, um, you know, we sort of throw in there. So, Mitzvah Shem, we'll go through each case one by one and see what is usher and what is mutter in reference to the cliché. Everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. Atzlochem Racha.